0: And I love the analogy of like a drug dealer. Like when a drug dealer gets people hooked on something, the first hit is superb, (laughs) right? It gets them hooked, it gets them coming back for more, so they actually get hooked and pay for it. The idea of giving a guide away sounds a little bit scary, but think about it. You're gonna reveal another problem that you have a solution for. In our industry, you know, we use a lot of different tools. We have a lot of bespoke tools that we use to gauge a client. Let's give that away. If that gives you value, great. If you if you're not gonna to go to us because you can't afford us, you're not gonna to go to us anyway. But guess what? You realize how much work it is, and then you're going to go to us. Yeah. So that is the filter you should run for all your lead magnets. Welcome to the Inbound Buzz Podcast. You're listening to episode 147. My name is Moby Siddiq and I'm finally, finally joined again by Mr. Tony Cow. It's been a minute. <laughs> Man we got to edit in some part, like celebrations or something man it's been a long time tony it's good to be back mopes
1: and it's a new office it's a new uh podcast room man it's amazing things are happening
0: yeah yeah we are, we upgraded we're out of our old office into a bigger office um and like the last few shows like we've had we had Elena, we've had Tasha. It's been, it's been really, really good. But I've missed you, man. It's so good to have you thank back.
1: Thank you. I, I've missed my spot too. <laughs> I'm
0: glad. I mean, it has not been the same. I actually got you something. You don't know this. This is a surprise. Really? I got you some organic oh, eggs. Thank you. We're talking about this. There we go. These are organic. That's why they look different. They all look like different shapes and sizes. But these, you'll have the best egg-based meal of your life. Fried, poached. It's soft edible, oil. right? Of course, man. Okay. These are from my chickens from home. They oh. finally started laying, and I don't have a baby gift for you, but these are te- technically like, not babies. So, kind of is
1: in a way. Yeah, you know
0: what I mean. They're like baby <laughs> eggs. So yeah, yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Oh, I'm good, proud lady.
1: of these uh, chicken um, coop farm. So
0: got four chickens. They're all firing now. We get like twenty eggs a week from four chickens. It's pretty amazing. But um, but no, it's good to have you back, man. Cool so Thank let's you. get straight into it. We've got some cool chat GPT news. Um, I'll start with the first one. Image upload is available in Chat GPT. Now, this is pretty cool. So, Tony, you can see what's on my screen there. There is a funny, so if you're listening along, amazing, great. If you want to watch, see uh, you know, my beautiful beard and Tony's handsome face, then definitely check out redpandas.com.au forward slash EP 147. And you can see the video version and anything I'm sharing on screen. But what I'm sharing essentially, Tony, is a photo of Tasha. So Christine, who's our head of HubSpot and an AI nut, AI whiz, right, Tony? 100%. She's always tinkering. and A different level. Yeah, so shout out to you, Christine. We love your stuff, we love your work. But she uploaded this thing. So uh, use this example, right? She uploaded a photo of Tasha, got squiggles on it. So like dollar signs and like those, you know, scribbled on sunglasses, a hat. And literally this is what you can do in ChatGPT now. She uploaded the image and asked ChatGPT, what makes this image funny? Now at first, Tony, you and I were thinking about this, but then really quickly we thought, shit, man, the application is pretty crazy, right? So this particular example, all it's saying is, ah, human. A humor is a fascinating human experience and often subjective. However, based on the image, here's a breakdown of the potential humor elements, right? And it's got talks about why it's funny, unexpected accessories, exaggeration, dollar signs everywhere, blah, blah, blah. So I got to thinking, so I asked Christine, I'm like, Christine, like, what are some of the applications, right? And then she's like, here are some of my examples. And we started thinking. So the first one I wanna share is, you know those uh, signs, those traffic signs, Tony? Yeah. It's like, there's four or five different signs and they all contradict each other. You don't know when to park. So I'm talking about the parking signs. A guy called Peter Yang, uh, I'm showing his tweet on my, oh, I guess my the tweet X whatever it's yep. called now on my screen. I will never get a parking ticking again. He's got like literally one, two, three, four, five, six. There's uh, six different <laughs> no parking signs stacked on top of each other, and he tells ChatGPT, "It's Wednesday at 4 p.m. Can I park at this spot right now? Tell me in one line." ChatGPT says, "Yes, you can park for free. You can park up to one hour, starting at 4 p.m."
1: It's crazy. So, it interpreted all that and gave you an answer.
0: It processed all the information. Then we started thinking more, like, okay, what else can it do? So, this was really cool, right? So, Tony, explain the, the photo of her food, like what she did there. So, she took a photo of, I think, her lunch that day, Oops. Yeah, in, and she's in Hong Kong, by the way. So, it was, I think, a restaurant whatever,
1: somewhere. Whatever they're eating, noodles. <laughs> but I don't know what it is. And she interprets it and she goes, what's in this photo? And like, I'm a foodie, Moby. I should be able to pick up food just like that. I don't know what that is. And he breaks it down exactly what the food is, um, you, know, you know, a bowl of udon, green vegetables, mushrooms. But not only that, she, I think it she went takes further. it one step further and she asks, what's the recipe?
0: this blew my mind <laughs> this blew my mind because i actually was like oh christine like what about because she did the food thing i'm like could you do a recipe she's like i'll give it a go so she puts it in it's like so she goes back to the photo can you give me the recipe for everything in this photo and it's like certainly udon noodles in broth ingredients instructions vegetable tempura that is insane tony that's absolutely insane
1: i, I feel like this is gonna wipe out like recipe.com and all those you know websites out there about food.
0: Dude, if you and I were creating a restaurant, we want to create the best Asian restaurant in Hornsby, okay. we could just go to a bunch of restaurants, like obviously you still need a chef, right? <laughs> but we could literally go around taking photos of meals and then craft our own concoctions based on ChatGPT. That's insane.
1: Yeah. Hey, that's interesting, Mope. So if someone, if I go to a Asian restaurant and I don't know what that food is and I take a photo, can interpret it and tell me what i'm ordering that's true food allergies that's true
0: yeah i mean a lot of foods i mean in sydney it's pretty easy but if i'm traveling and like i can only eat halal food i could do that i just thought about that too i could take a photo upload it now it might not be perfect and i don't know if you should rely on it if you're (laughs) allergic to nuts or something (laughs) right so there's some Please, we're not condoning using <laughs> yeah. ChatGPT for that. Waiver. But the point is, it's it's yeah, it's going to be a lot more accurate than you or you or I could be. That's for goddamn sure.
1: Yeah, and it doesn't have to be food, right? We can try heaps of stuff. Like, what material your Nike's are? Is it real? Is it fake? You know?
0: <laughs> yeah. Other, it just at first, you're like, okay, cool. This is great. will tell me why an image is funny. But interpreting information, giving you instructions, giving you directions, it's crazy. Uh, the next piece of news is also ChatGPT related, and also courtesy of Christine. Uh, Dalle three, I think it sounds like a people song. Dalle, Dalle, I don't know. Dalle three, whatever, uh, is now available as a Chat GPT plugin. So if you're familiar with Mid Journey, Dalle three, it's one of those like image processing things, right? You can give a prompt, give an instruction, and it'll actually generate an image for you. Now, why I really like this, Tony, we've spoken about this on the show. How we love Mid Journey, and we've actually banned stock photos because mid-journey is so evolved, you can actually create your own stock photos that, like, what, and I, I just want, I've spoken about this before, but I have to talk about this with you, Tony, because it's been so long, dude, you know? Yeah. Like, imagine you can say, give me a Caucasian man dressed in a suit on top of a castle or something. Mm. That man has never existed. Like maybe it has, actually, I don't know how they come up with it, but there's a chance that that man has never been born but AI has just created that face. Like, right. isn't that amazing? Yeah. It blows the mind.
1: 100%, like all the copyright things out the door. We're not wrong about any violations or anything. Yeah, it's new footage that no one has seen. That's great for ads.
0: Yeah, bro. exactly. Now I'm sure AI will get in trouble one day because it probably ripped off someone's face, but but you're right, like it's all, it's it's a lot less copyright than anything else would be. Yeah. Um. But this is really, really cool. So again, I went off topic for a sec, but the point is DALL-E 3 it's like one of those tools, right? Like Mid Journey. Now, what you can do is actually, and I'm again, I'm sharing my screen here, and Christine asks ChatGPT using the Dale 3 plugin. I'd like to create some cyberpunk red panda images. And it literally says, and not I, I love this, it not only gives the images, but it actually gives it a description. Here are four, four diverse and detailed descriptions for cyberpunk-themed Red Panda images. Rooftop Runner, Tech Guru, Streetwise Survivor, and Marketplace Maven. Now, these I've, I've run a similar query before in mid-journey. I've literally run that before. Red Panda in cyberpunk, whatever, right? This is really comparable to that. But you were actually saying like it's actually maybe even better.
1: Yeah, the graphics look a lot better, like, um, and look, Mid Journey is still great, but just looking at this, I feel like maybe there's been a bit of improvement, and like, wow, like, just looking at the graphics on the um, neon lights and stuff, it just looks amazing. Like,
0: Why I love this is, it's one of those things when AI tools started coming out, like, oh my god, I've got to pay for Mid Journey, I've got to pay for ChatGPT, just pay for ChatGPT. Yeah. The plugins mean you don't need to get all this other stuff anymore. Chances are there's a plugin for you. There's code interpreters. There's a whole bunch of stuff.
1: Interesting um, point that we'll probably cancel our mid-journey. Just move to Dalai. Maybe. It's like another thing we've got to
0: test. Yeah.
1: yeah. What's the last one? Meta proposals $14 per month charge for ad-free Facebook. I don't know what Meta's thinking about. Like, I barely use Facebook. I'm pretty sure people are dropping out and they want to charge me $14 to use Facebook.
0: <laughs> I mean, see, you are saying that you don't even do that for YouTube. Now, I do, but I'm actually thinking about... So, I pay for the YouTube premium so I don't see ads because we do a lot of YouTube on our screen. But now I'm thinking of getting rid of it because I actually want to see some ads like being yeah. in our industry. But, um, but you're right, Tony. Like, Facebook like they did do, do they need more reasons for people to stop using it <laughs> yeah, exactly good point like isn't it going to turn people off like so okay so you can still use it with ads but i don't know i just feel like it's a cash grab i don't really think that's really going to stop yeah people you know from uh like i there's not enough value there yeah that's i, all. I feel like the pain point isn't big enough
1: like you say the value isn't there secondly it's actually raising a concern that like you know people are concerned about ads on Facebook and yeah, that's another discussion to talk about, right? So the ads coming to Facebook, a lot of people hate Facebook ads, you know, maybe it's not the ads as a problem, maybe it's the platform. You know, it's only...
0: Yeah. I mean, who knows? It's uh, like, I, I, from one point of view, I don't think a lot of take up will happen, but from another point of view, people who don't want to do it, they just won't pay for it and they'll just leave it as is but it might actually make people realize, oh my God, like look at all these ads that I didn't notice before, but yeah, uh, it's not going to solve their problems. We know that much.
1: Our next section, featured buzz, how to fix your sucky lead magnet. I love that topic.
0: Okay. So there's a book you and I are reading right now. We're having a lot of fun with this by Alex Homozy. It's called A $100 Million Leads. It's actually volume two. His other book was, do you remember his first book? Yeah, Hundred Million Offer. Offer. So this is sort of part two. Great book. We highly, highly recommend it. Um, we've been doing this for years. Tony's been doing this for a lot longer than me and even you're pretty impressed with the concept. And I think it's because it's just really simple, like yeah. he dumbs it down. He, he, By the way, like he uses a lot of storytelling, Yeah, which is a great reminder we talk about storytelling and how it's the easiest way to portray a message. So, you know, Alex Homozy definitely follows that school of thought. Uh, but we want to talk about like four ways on how to fix your sucky lead magnet. lead magnet. Because the, the thing is, It's not that lead magnets don't work, it's that they're just not valuable enough. And the first concept we want to talk about is actually figure out the problem you want to solve. It sounds obvious, but it's not. So, what Alex talks about is think about the problem solution cycle, right? Every solution reveals more problems. So, what you have to do is pick a narrowly defined problem and make sure your core offer can solve. That the next problem that comes up. So, for example, like say we created a calculator. Obviously, we saw HubSpot and we create a calculator that tells you how much money you could save from switching from Salesforce to HubSpot. You punch in what you've paid for in Salesforce or the add-ons you've got and he spits you out of figure. Now, it's solving a problem. It's giving you a solution, but it's giving you another problem. Now, you need to buy bloody HubSpot because yeah. you could save $10,000 a year. Now, what solves that? Your core offer. So essentially what we find that one of the biggest problems and tell me if you agree here, Tony, we find that people don't narrow the problem enough and they either have to pick a lead magnet. So here's a lead magnet like this calculator, or you could, you know, promote your core offer. But first you have to narrow down your problem.
1: I I love that because if you look on the internet, too many websites have these so-called lead magnets that don't solve a problem. It's maybe, a brochure about information to an industry, just a bit of data, statistics. That doesn't solve anyone's problems. So, you know, having well, it's a- it's too generic. Yeah. Uh,
0: like I saw one um, the other day, how to uh, redefine your sales strategy or something. Like it's just too broad. Like you can't just have something like how to overhaul your sales strategy, maybe how to nail discovery calls, how to pitch, how to get customers to come back to you. Mm-hmm. Like a narrow problem that you solve and in theory, it should follow the problem solution cycle. So mm-hmm. it gives you a solution, but it reveals another problem. Maybe you give them another lead magnet, or of course you promote your paid services.
1: It's kind of like what mostly says is like a, a drug dealer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll get to that. Cause I want to talk about that for the, oh, the, the okay, final cool. point, but no, but um, what was the second thing, Tony? What's the? um? So how do you figure out
1: how to solve the problems? And you can do that with different types of lead magnets, right? Um, in the book, it reveals three types. First of all, you reveal a problem. Um, that's one type of a league magnet you've got a free trial and the third one is a free step one of x so just for multiple steps and they're interesting because I've seen them work in the past and yeah those styles work a lot like you look at review a problem where um, you know, it could, it could be anything like a website, you know, like you want to check out your problem on your website or like your internet speed. You go mm. to internet and you see what the, you know, like how fast your internet is. It's helping you- um, Audits. And audit. Yeah, if, things like that. Um, Also, free trials are good. Um, there was a, a point in time where a lot of softwares kept um, offering free trials, if you notice. A lot of software companies do that. Have a three month free trial because they know they can hook you in the second, third, a year, you know.
0: Netflix. Disney Plus, oh yeah, they do it too. Yeah, yeah. yeah of course.
1: Um, free step of one of X is an interesting one and you probably know more about that than me but it's basically um, you have like multiple things to achieve to solve a problem and you reveal the first step that will help them but in order to get them hooked onto the second, third and fourth step
0: off the problem. Yeah, I was thinking about this because every time we read books like this or when you and I strategize, I'm always thinking about our clients uh, and one of our clients and long-term partners of our business, Uplers. So, shout out to my friends at Uplers in India, international based business. Um, so, for example, like say they were doing something, right? Now, they help you hire onboard. board. Uh, they also have a platform. So, the Uplers is a platform where you can actually find offshore stuff. It's like fiverr or upwork but on steroids they vet their people better and whatever yeah. so that have that business but then they have another business called mavelas where you can get dedicated staff you know for seo or whatever anyway so i was thinking about those guys like they could have step one of x like how to hire the right offshore indian talent mm-hmm. right so how to actually hire them how to find them but what comes after hiring onboarding mm-hmm. right so step one is how to hire and this is the thing, it has to be so good, which I'm gonna talk about in a second. It has to be a really, really good piece of content. There's step one, but now you still have another problem. Now how are you gonna onboard them? How are you gonna retain them? How are you gonna motivate them? So you reveal one step, but the other steps, hey, if you're interested on in how to do this with a professional, then speak to Uplers or speak to Mavlers, but, um, but yeah.
1: Interesting. Okay, so now we have the type of lead magnets. The next step is to figure out how to deliver it. And in this world, there's multiple ways, right? There's, like, but in the book, I like it. It talks about there's four ways, software, information, like, courses, keynotes, you know, webinars, very effective, services, and physical products. And we've seen them, you know, in, you know, from, like, books to, you know, whatever it is. But, um you got an interesting point about software, um, Salesforce versus HubSpot costs.
0: Yeah. So I thought we could talk about an example, like what I love that Ali at Mosey talks about, and I must admit, like we've got some really good ones and we've done some good ones for clients, but he's like, think of your lead magnet and do it in another way. It becomes another lead magnet. So for example, like you're saying, we could have that example I was talking about, like for, for the software category, Salesforce versus HubSpot cost calculator. But then take that same lead magnet and then use the other category, which is information. So, Salesforce to HubSpot migration course, an online course or a webinar or something, right? It comes something entirely different, attracts an entirely different audience. And it might be a good way to extend the life of that first lead magnet if it's getting stale. Third one services, free Salesforce to HubSpot audit where we'll audit you for free, your tech stack and, and whatever. And then finally, physical product. Now, of course, physical products work better for uh, e-com and beauty products. But even in this example, you could have like a chart, yeah. you know, Salesforce to HubSpot, my project milestone chart, whatever.
1: Yeah, interesting. I like that. Um, so it's like, even though it's four ways, it's kind of targeting different um, parts of the industry, right? Different niches, different channels. It's very interesting how Hermosi talks about it.
0: Different funnels, and it's still good enough that even if someone—that's why I love this—it's not repetitive. Someone could download the tool, but then still go to your webinar. Mm. You know what I mean? Or still, still watch your course. So I think it's or still get the chart. It's great. Yeah.
1: And our next um, point is.
0: This one is one of my favorites, and and we touched on this a little bit before, right? But I can't stress, this is honestly my favorite. If you do this one thing right, your lead magnet effectiveness will freaking skyrocket. And that is make it so good that you would actually charge for it. And like we freaking mean this, right, Tony, that you would actually charge for it. And I love the analogy of like a drug dealer. Be like a drug dealer. When a drug dealer gets people hooked on something, the first hit is superb, (laughs) right? It gets them hooked. It gets them coming back for more so they actually get hooked and pay for it. That's the way you've got to think about it, right? So like like I said, you know, you might be, you know, say you're Mavlers or Uplers, the idea of giving a guide away sounds a little bit scary, but think about it. You're going to reveal another problem that you have a solution for. In our industry, you know, we use a lot of different tools. We have a lot of bespoke tools that we use to gauge a client, right? Or audit a client. Yeah. Let's give that away. If that gives you value, great. If, you, if you're if you not going to go to us because you can't afford us, you're not going to go to us anyway. But guess what? You realize how much work it is and then you're going to go to us. Yeah. So th- that is the filter you should run through all your lead magnets. Could we actually freaking charge for this?
1: Yeah. Does it hit
0: the problem solution cycle? Am I maximizing all the ways I could do it? You do those things and you're on to a winner.
1: I love it because you've all said offer a offer that it's so good. They would be stupid to refuse. And I, I remember you saying that, but Homoji's like on steroids. Make I must have good stole enough. that
0: from him, but okay. yeah, because he says
1: that. Yeah. But he's saying now make it good that you charge money for it. That's like taking it to another level.
0: Yeah. It's, so, it's such a simple concept, but I'm like, yeah, man, that's the filter we've got to use.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's it for episode 147. Uh, Man, it's been great coming back, Man,
0: It's been a long time coming. It's gone really, really quick. So, I'm glad to have you back. And uh, guys, there is still a little bit of time left. I don't know when you're going to listen to this, but we do have our digital marketing, our sales and digital, a sales and marketing conference on October 31st at Sydney Olympic Park. I have said this on previous shows. If you're a listener and you're in another country, because I know we do have those, email me moby at redpandas.com.au and I'll give you the recording for free. If you can't make it to this country, if you're in this country, you should come because it'll be the best one day investment of your life. Marcus Sheridan
1: will be speaking. Moby will be speaking and a few others will be speaking. It's going to be explosive. It's
0: going to be bananas. Amazing. Cool. Thanks team. We will join you again for another episode of Inbound Buzz.